This is episode 253, How to Go All In on Your Dreams with Trevi. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I hope this weekend you got to listen to my Coach's Corner with April Harder on racism recovery. Such an important conversation, such a deep conversation. I know that was a longer episode, so maybe you're still listening to it. Really encourage you to finish the entire thing and consider working with April as well in one of the programs that she mentioned. I have a wonderful episode for you today about going all in. And as usual on this show, I don't always give you tips on how to do that. I give you tips on how to remove the obstacle that's in the way of going all in and really stepping fully into your dreams. As a reminder, every Wednesday, I put up a numbered episode like this is 253 with an unscripted, unedited, unproduced coaching call. I just get on the phone with someone and we see where it goes. You get the raw version. The only thing we edit out is sneezes and coughs and phone's going off. And every Saturday you get a Coach's Corner episode where I either riff on something or I bring an awesome expert on. Another reminder, our inner child workshop is coming up end of August, August 28th, 29th, 30th. The early bird discount expires the end of July. So if you want to save hundred dollars, go to christinehaster.com slash inner child. This was an epic workshop when we did it in June. We had such powerful feedback. We weren't planning on doing it again, but because the results were so incredible and people want a level two, we're going to do another level one and then do a level two in fall. And I'm finding the inner child work is the most important work to be doing right now because that's where all the wounding, including racism and racial trauma, April enlightened us to that in the episode last Saturday. It all begins in childhood. So, so important to go back and heal those wounds. As you're listening to this call with Trevi, consider, do you have something you really, really want, be it a career or relationship, or maybe you want to take a trip or make a move, and you're scared to go all in? You're scared to really own it. You're sort of putting it on the side or making excuses why not to do it. Are you afraid of your own high expectations because you don't want to fail? What's your relationship to risk? Do you prefer to play it safe? And do you feel really proud of yourself? Not just for your accomplishments, but for who you are. So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my coaching call with Trevi. Trevi, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, Christine. Well, I am in a bit of a transition right now. I've been teaching yoga kind of on the side for a little over a year, kind of quote unquote, just for fun. And I really would like to turn it into a real career and start actually coaching women and transition from like working for other people and kind of working in the corporate sphere to actually building my own business. Mm-hmm. And I'm noticing that when I'm telling people what I want to do, I find myself really downplaying it and not really owning that this is really what I want to step into now. Mm. Like I kind of have, I kind of make it seem like it's still what I want to do on the side and it's maybe something I'm considering, 
but not really like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to start doing this. Mm -hmm. This is who I am and really owning it. Mm -hmm. Why do you think you're downplaying it, not fully owning it? I think I'm just scared of either like setting the expectations high and then not being able to meet them Mm -hmm. or just being afraid of people judging me or Mm -hmm. being afraid of what they'll think. Oh yes. The old, we're afraid of what people will think of us <laughs> syndrome. You know, it's so funny. It's, it's cause, cause I know, you know, this too, Trevi, we are thinking of ourselves way more than other people are thinking of us. Yeah. And I know for me, I've judged myself far harder than anyone else has. And this is a protective pattern. You know, it's sometimes we yeah. think it's easier not to, to, to play it safe than to risk. And it also depends mm-hmm. on our personality too. You know, I, I compare myself to my husband. He's a massive risk taker. He'll put himself out there. We were out on the lake and he was learning how to wakeboard. And it's one of those things that takes a while to learn, but once you get it, you're up in a second. And he tried over and over and over and kept falling and falling and falling. Mm-hmm. And then he just had inhaled too much water. So he quit. And then, well, he didn't, he didn't really quit. He had to, we were like, come back in the boat. And then the next time he went out and tried like over and over and over. And there are, there are like six to 10 people on the boat. Everybody else can do it. And I'm thinking to myself, isn't he embarrassed? Like, isn't he, like he keeps, he keeps, cause if it was me after the third time, I would have been like, all right, I can't do it. It's too embarrassing. They all think I suck. Like I'm wasting everybody's time. Yeah. I'm going to stop. And I never would have gotten up. But since he didn't care, he was more committed to being able to get up on the board and enjoy it because it looks so fun that mm-hmm. that overrode the care of what other people thought. And so you're probably more like me after the second or third time on a wakeboard, metaphorically, you might've been like, mm-hmm. I'm wasting people's time. They think I'm a loser. I'm just going to come back on the boat. But then you never would have gotten up. And sometimes yeah. for people like you and I, who due to childhood or their parenting or what, or just, you know, who knows our astrology, our Enneagram, like whatever, there's so many boxes we can put ourselves in. We playing it safe for some, whatever reason seems like the better idea, but the massive, massive opportunity cost of that is we never get up on the wakeboard. We never get to feel what it feels mm-hmm. like to finally get up after falling on our face a thousand times. We fall on our face a few times and think, oh God, no, it's not working. And we stop. Not because we're quitters, but because it's the way we protect ourselves. Is this making sense what Mm -hmm. I'm saying so far? Yeah. So a big piece in this for me, and I want to hear what you have to say in just a second. I just want to add one more thing. Mm -hmm. A big piece in this for me has been looking at my relationship to myself when I quote unquote fail or when I make a mistake. Because part Mm -hmm. of the reason that I don't take certain risks is because I'm afraid of my future self. I'm afraid of that part of me that will just beat the crap out of me because I didn't do good enough or I didn't meet expectations, so on and so forth. So working with that part Mm -hmm. of me, healing that part of me, that I love the part of me that holds high expectations and has high integrity and has a high work ethic and all of those things. It has its beautiful positive sides, but the negative or the cost sides of that are, I don't cut myself very much slack. So I've had Mm -hmm. to work with that part of me and 
and let myself make little micro mistakes along the way and, and not meet expectations and practice how I respond to myself when I don't perform as well as I thought. Mm-hmm. So what's coming up for you as I say all that? That definitely resonates with me. I definitely have really high expectations of myself and hold myself to a really high standard that isn't always realistic. Mm-hmm. And then when I don't meet that, I don't think I beat myself up with words necessarily, but it's just this feeling of disappointment. Mm-hmm in myself. And like, I use it, I think, to reinforce this idea that I'm not good enough or I'm not doing a good enough job. Yeah. That would classify as beating yourself up to me. Cause sometimes the feeling, sometimes the feeling's almost worse than the words. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like I'm verbally mean to myself, but I definitely, there's the feeling of it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, if you trace this back, because you know, a lot of the feelings we feel as grownups aren't new. They're leftovers <laughs> from things that we experience as a child. So this feeling of disappointment has in yourself, like feeling that you're not enough or didn't do well enough mm. or didn't meet your expectations. Has that been something that's been with you for a while? Yeah. <laughs> as a kid and as a young adult, I really wanted people to acknowledge me and specifically when I was younger, my intelligence and my like academic ability and my hard work. Like I really wanted people in general, but I think specifically my parents to be proud of me. Like I didn't feel like they were really Mm -hmm. like just over the top proud of me. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like I was always kind of like chasing that validation from them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of just like wanting to hear the words like, Oh my gosh, I am so proud of you. You did such an amazing job. You are just awesome. Like I just always wanted that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And was always bummed when that's not quite what I received. What did you receive? Um, a little bit of indifference. Like, Oh, Mm -hmm. good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm, Like you did all this, you worked hard, you studied for that test or you competed in that science fair, whatever it was, and you worked and worked and worked and expect that to be seen. And instead you kind of got, oh, all right, well, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine how hurtful that is and how, what an expectation hangover that is. It's very painful as children, especially young adults, adolescents as well, to feel like we have the wind taken out of our sails. And yeah. to keep trying and trying and trying. And, you know, we, we put our parents on pedestals as children. And so it's a very normal, I want to just say to you, Trevi, it's very, very normal and healthy to want your parents to be proud of you. So you mm-hmm. weren't wrong. There was no issue that you had in wanting that validation. It's a very healthy thing. What happened is that since you didn't get that, now it's become a more healthy quest for seeking that external validation. And when you don't get that, it's very disappointing. It's very painful, just like it was as a child. So that's why going mm-hmm. after something, you're, you're preventing that disappointment back to getting back in the boat rather than continuing to try because yeah. the the disappointment is too painful. So 
first thing is I really, really support you in letting go of any judgment you have on yourself of wanting that validation and wanting your parents to be proud of you because that's a very normal, healthy desire from a child. You hear that, yes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now, like it is, you know, for all of us, what I think is going to help your career the most is this reparenting, that part of you who needs to feel like she's proud of herself because Mm -hmm. those, you know, and I know you know this, I'm just reminding you and everybody listening, those things we didn't get from our parents are the things that we most need to give ourselves. And the trap we all fall into is we go and look for other people or a career or a new place to live or whatever to Mm -hmm. give us those things. And it's a bucket with holes, maybe temporarily, but it just never fulfills it. And like deep down, you know that, which is kind of playing into this why you're not going after this in full pursuit because some part of you knows, well, it's not going to fill this void anyway. Mm -hmm. So now what's coming up for you? Um, Even as I, as I see myself taking each step with this business, like for example, I did a yoga class yesterday and after the class, like, I just really wanted people to tell me how great it was. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to hear the validation of like, this was helpful for me. And this was this, instead of just trusting that what I, what I offer has so much value. And I know that, and I don't need people to constantly be telling me that in order to move forward and take the next step. But I definitely see myself wanting that validation each time, Mm -hmm. even though, even when I get it, like you said, it has holes in the bucket. Like it goes away quickly. It's not lasting. Yeah. What I want is that lasting, I know that this has value. Yeah, I hear you. And I'm going to acknowledge myself for the amazing job I did. Exactly. Because the adult yeah. part of you knows you're an amazing yoga teacher or you're an amazing fill in the blank, whatever it is that you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. However, because little Troy never got that validation from parents who we project God onto and who we give a lot of power to, we give a lot of power to our parents as children. Mm-hmm. is still doubting it. Yeah. And so this is, this is a lot of inner child work. I don't mean like you have so much inner child work. I mean, the the majority of this comes back to inner child work in terms Mm -hmm. of really not mentally pep talking yourself or validating yourself, but getting a picture of yourself when you were little And after a class or after you do something, looking at it and feeling Mm -hmm. into that little girl, you've got to feel the pride, not Mm -hmm. just say it to yourself. Yeah. You've got to feel that pride until you feel yourself light up. Because you know how, have you ever seen a little kid when they do something, they're like, watch me, watch me, watch me. And they do Mm -hmm. it and you're like, oh my gosh, that was so amazing. And they just light up. They light up because they're like, oh, my, I'm seen. I'm seen. People are proud mm-hmm. of me. And again, that's mm-hmm. a very normal need for a child. So I think mentally you're doing this great. Mentally you're thinking about it great. You're saying the right things to yourself. You're just missing yeah. out on the feeling part. You're missing out on mm-hmm. just connecting to that little one inside 
who just needs to feel like she's enough and who needs to feel like, yes, you're proud of her when she teaches a great yoga class, but you're also proud just because she's her. Mm -hmm. And so can you see what I mean where you're missing the feeling part? Like you're missing actually feeling the pride. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So tell me something, just close your eyes for a moment and tell me something that you're really proud of yourself for. And it doesn't have to be an external thing. It could just be a quality. It could be whatever comes up. I want you to tell me a few things I'm proud of myself Mm -hmm. for, or I'm proud of myself because. I'm proud of myself for all the courage that I do have and all the ways that I do put myself out there and go after what I want, even when it does feel really scary. Mm. What else? I'm proud of how I'm always wanting to learn and grow and make my life more and more amazing and feel more and more amazing. I'm proud of how far I've come in my own journey and all the the hard work that I've done and just the dedication mm-hmm. to building a different life for myself. And now I want you to think of little Trevi, especially mm-hmm. that adolescent who was working so hard and wanted to be seen for her intelligence and her hard work. What do you want to say to her? Mm-hmm. You are so amazing. You are just incredible. You are so smart and wonderful and an amazing friend and leader and just beautiful from the inside out. And you you are enough. You're perfect just the way you are. You don't have to do anything or win anything to prove that you're lovable. Mm. You're lovable mm. right now. Mm. How is she feeling as you say And that? I love you. Yeah. And I see you. Yeah. Mm. And how is she feeling as you say that to her? She's feeling seen. She's feeling a little surprised mm. that someone's seeing her. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah. She's like, whoa, what is this? Yeah. It's what she's always wanted, but she kind of gave mm-hmm. up on it. But it feels like she's she's starting to like ease and relax a little bit. Mm. Now it's present for you. Mm-hmm. Feels full. Yeah. Feels calm. Now, when you think about building your career as a yoga teacher and a coach, what do you feel? So excited. Mm. What else? I feel hopeful. I feel strong. I feel open. Mm. And what do you see? In terms of your vision, I see myself looking and feeling a little bit bigger, like a little bit 
stronger and more erect and tall and just feeling free to go follow my path and not really care what people think mm-hmm. and just being in the truth of who I am and what I want mm. and what I have to offer this planet. Mm. Mm. Yeah. See now, now, Trevi, I really want you to feel this and I want you to embody it and do something that gives you an anchor. So maybe put both hands on your belly, like your, your core, that third chakra, which is all about mm-hmm. our power. So this is the place that you create your business from, because in this mm-hmm. place, you're more aligned with the service that you're going to provide and your gifts. Can you feel that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a much different place. So since you went in and you gave that little one what you needed, that little one feels satiated. And so she's not, we like to use the word sabotaging, but she's really protecting that that whole mm-hmm. stop, start, not really owning it is coming from that little one with an unresolved issue, an unmet need, who's pumping the brakes, who's like, whoa, 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 this is too scary because I'm just going to be rejected more. So now mm-hmm. that you gave her what you need, you fed her. It's like the grown-up part of you can come fully online and you can connect with your vision and your service and your gifts. Can you feel the difference? Yeah. Yeah. So this is, from my perspective, the way forward. You know, I could sit here and give you business building tips, but it would be, it wouldn't matter because with that unmet need running the show, it would kind of make it worse because now you'd have business tips and still wouldn't be moving forward at the rate you want to be. And it would just be (laughs) like, oh, more to beat myself up about. So (laughs) this is, I I feel like what, what I would suggest is you start a daily practice of looking at that picture, telling her the things that you're proud of, feeling it, feeling that pride. You can start with yourself. You can start with present day. I'm really proud of teaching an amazing yoga class today. I'm proud of working with that person that had limited mobility. I'm proud of how I showed up. I'm proud of how I course corrected the the sequencing because I was feeling into what the class needed, whatever. You can take that and then go deeper and go back farther into acknowledging that little girl. If you can go straight to acknowledging her, that's great. But I would do this daily, daily for at least mm-hmm. 40 days. And, and I think in that, you're going to have what happened t- today. You're going to feel excited, hopeful, strong, and open. And that's the place where ideas come in. That's the place mm-hmm. where helpful people come in. That's the place where ownership comes in. Is this making sense? Yeah, definitely. What questions do you have? I don't really feel like I have any questions. Okay. I feel like this was all just landing a lot. Yeah. I feel like I was talking, trying to talk myself out of it before. Yes. Whereas this, this feels totally different. Yes. A very, very common, we very much go into our head and try to talk ourselves through things when our parents didn't meet our needs in the way that we needed them to meet our needs. 
Mm-hmm. It's very, very common for any human being because we have to figure out the way to meet our needs and the mind is super strong. So we just try to talk ourselves into or out of something, but really where the healing is and where we meet those needs is in the feeling is in going mm-hmm. and meeting those unmet needs and giving ourselves the feeling because wounding comes from not getting the feelings that we needed because needs really come back to feelings. They come back to needing to feel seen, mm-hmm. needing to feel safe, needing to feel understood, needing to feel love, needing to feel enough, and needing to feel like someone's proud of us. Mm-hmm. So the more you do that, the more you step into really being able to create your business from a place of vision and service versus from an unmet need and unresolving wounding. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what you create. Mm, thanks. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I love that call so much because you got to really hear and experience the shifts that happen when we connect to that little one inside. You guys, this is so why I'm geeking out about the inner child workshop and we're doing another one because being able to connect with that little one inside is everything. It's so huge. So again, christinehaster.com slash inner child early bird discount is over at the end of July. Come join us. If you can't make it live the whole time, then you get the recording, no big deal. But I loved how Trevi was able to connect that little one. And once she did, it was like, oh, wow, I'm excited about my career. I I don't feel this pressure. I don't feel this fear. I'm not scared of failure. And because she had given the inner child what the inner child needed, which was that feeling of feeling proud of her, then the inner child didn't have to sound the alarm and hold her back. So the reason why she was downplaying her career ambitions and wanting it to be a side hustle, wanting it to be a real thing, but treating it like a side hustle was because as she said, she was scared of her high expectations and she was scared of failing. But when she can connect to that little one and let her know that she's proud of her no matter what, then the fear goes away and she can step into that excitement. And there's also the relationship to risk. And that's why I shared the story of Steph getting up on the wakeboard. You know, some of us, really don't like risk. (laughs) And a lot of that has to do with just our natural tendencies and our childhood as well. But if we don't take the risk, if we don't keep trying, then we never get up on the wakeboard and have that awesome experience and that huge smile that I saw on Steph's face when he finally got up on that board. So there's two big takeaways from this call. Number one, it's okay to take some risks. And it's okay if you need a lot of reinforcement and reassurance before you take that risk. You know, for me, whenever I take a risk, I have to have a long conversation with little Christine (laughs) to make sure she feels safe and it's okay. Don't be afraid to try. Don't be afraid of your future self and your own high expectations. And second, feel proud of yourself. It's so important to feel proud of yourself. As I said to Trevi, that is a developmental need. Children need their parents and people to feel proud of them. This isn't some ego thing. I don't want you to think, oh, like I shouldn't need that. That's an ego thing. Bull honky. Wow. I haven't said bull honky in many, many years, maybe decades, but that's how strongly I feel about it. I'm bringing out bull honky. You need that. 
We all need that. We need that validation. We need that feeling of pride. And as children, we needed it from mostly our caretakers. And if that didn't happen, it is imperative that you give that to yourselves. So for your takeaway, what I want you to do is I want you to write down or say out loud in the mirror all the reasons, at least 10, 10 reasons why you're proud of yourself, 10 things you're proud of yourself for, and really feel it. As I discussed with Trevi, can't just be in the head. You've got to feel it, feel that sense of pride. And you'll be amazed when that little one inside and that part of you that feels insecure, when it feels that sense of pride, you will be amazed at the excitement and the hope and the possibility that fills you. If you want to feel inspired, feel proud first. All right, everybody, that's the show for today. Much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. 